coming up on today's episode of the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. Mio's Grill and Cafe, so the dog is actually the boss. Yeah. He owns it. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. He's yeah, my our, employer. Our dog's kind of the boss, too, around here. <laughs> there are a lot of cheating men who are sneaking into the brothels through underground tunnels. That's what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> People, they are very interested about Turkish mm-hmm. and Greek. And if I just call my mom and ask about her some secret recipes. <laughs> Coming to you from St. Petersburg, Florida, you're listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, the show that's the authority on where to eat in St. Pete. Here are your hosts, Kevin Godby and Lori Brown. Hi, I'm Kevin Godby. And I'm Lori Brown. Thank you for tuning in today. Welcome to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, the podcast that's it when it comes to restaurants and food information in St. Pete. And be sure to check out our website, stpetersburgfoodies.com. There you'll find great information, including restaurant reviews, the largest St. Pete happy hour list ever created and kept updated, and information on the newest restaurants in town. We are locals that live in downtown St. Pete, and we've been eating our way through this town for years, so you don't have to. But you should. We have a new episode every Tuesday. Just hit the subscribe button and you'll get notified when an episode is ready for download. And then you can listen to them anytime you want, like on your morning jog or commute to work. On today's show, our featured guest is Bora Kaliskan from Mio's Grill and Cafe. Mio's is a new Mediterranean place with excellent Turkish and Greek cuisines right in downtown St. Pete. Our musical guest today is Alona Kay. And we start the show off with Abby's delicious recipe for Hasselback potatoes. We We have have a great great show, so so stick around. When you think of engine number nine, what do you typically think of, Kevin? Amazing burgers. Yes, very creative, very inventive, kick-ass burgers but they also have a great New Orleans-inspired other half of the menu. Remember the gumbo I had recently? Ooh, that was really good and nice and spicy. I was surprised you finished it. I know. The roux is just so flavorful and delicious. Besides the gumbo, they also have jambalaya, a few sriracha dishes, and the hot dogs are awesome. And you can't forget the best fried pickles in town, and I am talking pickle spears. Yeah, I've seen you eat those pickles for your whole meal. Yeah, for my birthday once, remember? But what we're trying to say is check out engine number nine for your favorite burger and so much more. Yes, you will love engine number nine. They're in downtown St. Pete on the corner of First Ave North and MLK. And try the Black Flag Burger and the Chili Dog. You can thank me later. Engine, engine number nine, going down the railroad line. I must admit, when Booyah Ramen opened nearly two and a half years ago, I wasn't really all that excited. I really couldn't understand how a restaurant could survive serving just ramen. Boy, was I ever wrong. Of course, all I really knew about ramen was the packaged grocery store noodles that I ate on for really cheap in college. I did not understand that ramen is really a thing, a big thing. Kevin is the lover of all things soup in our household, and he was determined to introduce me. I'm so thankful he did. The broth has a complexity that you can't understand until you try it. It has to cook for hours and hours and for some nearly 24 hours to obtain all of the complex layers. But Booyah isn't just about ramen. 
It is a hip, upbeat environment meant for unwinding and socializing with housecrafted cocktails, a large selection of Japanese whiskey, and izakaya too. Ouya is located at 911 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete and is open seven days a week at 11 a.m. Do ya, booya? This is my favorite segment of not only this podcast episode, but of all episodes ever. <laughs> when Abby Allen comes over and feeds us. Yes. Of course, when and, there's food involved. Yeah. Of course. And then we have the recipe on the website. And I am going to right away thank Roland Oates for being the sponsor of our recipe podcast episode or podcast segment. I voted for a side item this time. Right. Because it's the holiday season and you get invited to parties. And you can always bring a bottle of wine. Everybody does that. That's easy. But bringing a nice side dish, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. if Abby's making it, that's an even better idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So tell us. So for this side dish, I wanted to do something a little bit different non-traditionals for the holiday season. I feel like a lot of people during this time of year loathe cooking for the holidays, cook all day, make this big meal, and you're not that excited to eat it. Mm -hmm. So with this dish, it's a little bit different. We're doing potatoes, but it's not mashed potatoes or scalloped potatoes. We're going to do Hasselback potatoes. And with these Hasselback potatoes, I made a um, an herb butter. So it's grass-fed butter with fresh basil and oregano chopped up in it and garlic powder and some salt and brush down these potatoes, throw it in the oven, let it go for an hour, and and that's it. Throw some pine nuts on for an extra little crunch, and you're done. And it's beautiful. It's a fun dish, and and it's different than your than your usual suspects for around the holidays. Well, that's not all of it. You got slices all in it. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to describe it. Oh yes. So so a Hasselback potatoes. For those of you who don't know what a Hasselback potato, it's a potato. It's cut crosswise all little oh I don't know eighth of an inch segments Um, so it's cut real thin but you don't cut all the way through so when Mm -hmm. you're done you have this like accordion like yeah like an accordion looking thing but it's all intact and the outside gets beautiful and crispy and the inside is nice and warm Mm -hmm. and 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 the the butter and all gets down in between the slices so it melts in there and And the the herbs yes and then you baste it like every 15 minutes while it cooks uh, Mm. to get everything nice and buttery and just delicious yes yeah i loved how the skin was crunchy Mm -hmm. on the outside and then there were pine nuts that were crunchy Mm -hmm. also Mm -hmm. some of the pine nuts were a little more uh crunchy and charred toasted and then some that had a little bit more um was it oil olive oil or butter Uh, butter yeah just like a softer some more coated Mm -hmm. with the butter it was Mm -hmm. a nice mixture uh great umami and then yeah and the soft and yes delicious on buttery on the inside yes and i used garlic powder instead of actual garlic which i never do because the oven it's set at such a high temperature you don't want to burn the garlic and you just get mm-hmm. this burnt gross garlic so i use the garlic powder which does add a little bit of a garlic flavor mm-hmm. so yep. it's kind of like a deconstructed pesto in a sense yeah mm-hmm. so just right. missing the olive oil and, and the parmesan and you you used a neat trick on the slicing so yes. so they're sliced almost all the way through but not quite not quite and there's a there's a trick to that you put chopsticks on either side of the potato and so that way, when you cut, it doesn't let you cut all the way through. Right. And I do have, you know, a little pictures and examples of how to do that posted with the um, the recipe. So you'll be able to see kind of how to how to do that. So cool. Right. So the full recipe with all the instructions, ingredients, 
and photos will be found on stpetersburgfoodies.com. And where did you buy all your stuff? Everything from Rolling Oats, <laughs> awesome. including the sour cream, which I forgot to mention and I served it with because sometimes coarse potatoes mm-hmm. can get a little bit dry. Uh, it's just a sour cream with a little bit of fresh lemon juice. But of course, from Rolling Oats, it's an organic probiotic sour cream. Awesome. Right. Yes. Where else are you going to find that? That was great. Yeah, it was really good. Also, since it's the holiday season, last year at this time, our recipe was for prime rib. So you might want to look that one up if you're looking at doing some prime rib for the holidays. Yes. Christmas, New Year's. That was the best damn prime rib. And it's an easy, no-fail prime rib, too. Yeah. Yes. It was awesome. Well, Abby, thank you again. Thank you for That's having awesome. me. Thank you, Abby. We will be right back after this word from our sponsors with Bora from Mio's Grill and Cafe. We will be right back. St. Pete is all about local, and this year we celebrate a local legend's 25th anniversary. Roland Oats Market and Cafe was founded in July of 94 by Bert Swain and Larry Schwartz. From the beginning, Roland Oats has made a commitment to provide St. Pete customers with the finest quality organic whole foods, nutritional supplements, and body care products at the most reasonable prices possible. And now they have a South Tampa location too. We go there for many items, but they are the only place that we go to buy our raw probiotics and other supplements. They have the best organic whole food selection in town, and on the flip side of that, they also offer a fantastic selection of wines and an unparalleled selection of local craft beer. Rollin' Oats has a cafe, Open Daily, which offers delicious sandwiches, burgers, soups, salads, bowls, wraps, entrees, and fresh-made smoothies along with a variety of prepared and packaged take-home meals located in the market itself. Do you pride yourself with supporting local businesses? Well, put your money where your mouth is and get on into Rollin' Oats today. Rollin' Oats St. Pete is located at 2842 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Street North, and in South Tampa, you'll find them at 1021 North McDill Avenue. Check them out on the web at rollinoats.com. That's R-O-L-L-I-N oats.com. Please welcome to the St. Petersburg Foodies podcast, Borahan Kaliskan, the owner and chef at the new Mio's Grill and Cafe. Welcome to the show, yeah. Bora. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's, it's very nice to be here. Your name is Borahan, but you go by Bora. Bora, yes, yes. To, right. just to make it easier. Yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> right. And we're going to get into some more details on uh, Mio's Grill and Cafe after we learn more about you. But just up front, it's where anybody listening, if you know where Meze 119 used to be, that's where Mio's is now, right around the corner from Starbucks. Yes, it is. Kind of diagonally across from Janus. Downtown. Downtown, yes. So where are you from? Where'd you grow up? And how'd you get into the restaurant business? Well, uh, I was born and raised in Turkey, in Mm -hmm. Istanbul. And Uh um, I started to work in the hotels when I was like 16 years old Mm -hmm. uh, as a trainee. Mm-hmm. And then I spent about 12 years uh, in, mostly in the Hilton hotels. And mm-hmm. I ended up at Sheraton somehow. <laughs> and, uh, and then I decided to, you know, do, do my own thing. And, uh, and that was all in Turkey? Uh, well, most part was in Turkey, some in uh, Cyprus Island mm-hmm. in Mediterranean Sea. Mm-hmm. And um, Sheraton Atlanta was the last place I worked in the United States. Oh, so okay. how did you end up in Atlanta? Well, there was a job offer. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, I decided, hey, it's a good idea. Let's go there. Mm-hmm. Get, you know, take 
this as an adventure. Right. Yeah, that's uh, how I ended up there. And when, how long ago was that? Yeah, when was that? Well, that was about uh, eight years ago. Okay. okay. That's when you originally came to the U.S.? Yes, mm-hmm. it is. And then, so how did you end up in St. Pete? I have some relatives here, some like my cousins, they live here. Mm-hmm. So oh, okay. I, I just, you know, came to see them. And the first time I came to St. Pete downtown, I was like, I have to be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I have mm-hmm. to do something here. We, I, I we, really love it. We hear this a lot. We do. <laughs> yeah. People come here and they fall in love. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just happens. So in Atlanta, you were there for, for how long? About a year. And then I moved to Indiana, Indianapolis. Oh, wow. And yeah, okay. I, I did a lot of things in the uh, in Midwest. Mm-hmm. And, and that was job-related also? It was all job-related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you just moved around a lot in the, in the hospitality industry or hotel industry? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, definitely. Now, were you managing the actual restaurants or the hotels themselves? Actually, I stopped working in the hotels uh, after Sheraton Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then I started my own convenience store daily thing mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, that I, sp- I spent seven years there. It was enough time for me with the cold weather. Yeah, yeah, right. you know, then I was ready for Florida. Atlanta's cold <laughs> enough. You don't need to go further north. Right. <laughs> I did. I didn't know. <laughs> so are you married? Do you have family? Uh, no, mm-hmm. I, I'm not. Um, okay. So my, my um, uh, only family here in the U.S. is my sister mm-hmm. and, uh, and Mio. Is my dog. And Mio. She's your family. Yep. She, right. he, he. he. Sorry. I, I yeah. knew that. My dog's a she, so I always call everybody. Mio's Grill and Cafe, so the dog is actually the boss. Yeah. He owns it. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. He's yeah, my our, employer. Our dog's kind of the boss, too, around here. <laughs> so you're an eligible bachelor in St. Pete. Yep. 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 That's right. Nice. And... Is your family still over in Turkey, like your parents? Uh, yeah, my parents, they live in Istanbul. Mm-hmm. Uh, they like it there. Uh, you know, they, they come here um, once a year to visit me. Do you go there to visit them? Yeah, I, I do. Mm-hmm. I do time to time. Uh, you know, as, as much as I, I can find, you know, some time to go because it's, it's a long way. Yes, it is a long <laughs> way. Istanbul is on my bucket list. It looks like such a beautiful city. It is. Yeah. It is. Especially if you like history mm-hmm. and food, yeah. And architecture, I love architecture. Yeah. It looks like just a gorgeous place. I've been to, okay, I'm going to say it wrong, Kusadasi? 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 Yes. Yes, yes okay. that's right. Yeah. On a cruise ship, obviously. So it was the very touristy <laughs> side of, of Turkey. But the little bit I saw there, I loved. It was great. Brought home a real Turkish rug, supposedly. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in Turkey, we went to Ephesus. Yep. And that was in 2000. So I can't imagine how much they've excavated it at this point. Have you been and seen it or do you know? Because it was fascinating. (laughs) I'm sure it was. Well, there is a lot places in in Turkey. Mm -hmm. um, And sometimes, you know, because it's right there, you can just go there. Yeah. You know, I I never been to take it for granted. Yes. Yes. I mean, you you know more more than I about Ephesus probably. But uh, what I know is, is, is... is beautiful and mm-hmm. there's a lot of history and a ton of there's, history. There's a ton of history. That's that's great to there be. There are a lot of cheating men who are sneaking into the brothels through underground tunnels. That's what I remember. <laughs> 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 they found all the underground tunnels from the library. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it was very fascinating. But I'm sure that now, because back then it was, there was still so much under that they hadn't dug out yet. Well, besides the what do you call it? Amphitheater. Amphitheater. Yeah. Most of that they had dug out, and I know they've still they've held concerts there recently and yep. done a lot there. So it's pretty fascinating to me. 
I'd love to take you there sometime, honey. Sure. Let's go. <laughs> we'll go with Bora. Okay. You know, you know, if, if somebody like, you know, speaks from the stage, then you, you can hear the person like from hundreds of feet away. That, yeah. This, this, this is how imagine. the architecture was made for hundreds of years ago. Did you have another question? Yes. I want to know about Mio. What breed and how, how old is he? He's a six-year-old male brown American boxer with white paws. So. Uh-huh. And he's so cute. You should actually use Mio along with Bora in the picture on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back and get into some of the tasty details of Mio's Grilling Cafe. We will be right back. Have you been to Pacific Counter? It is one of the newest fast casual concepts located on one of the fastest growing blocks in St. Pete, the 600 block of Central Avenue. They offer build your own bowls, burritos, or salads with a variety of the freshest bases, toppings, and sauces to satisfy anyone's craving and put you in charge. There are actually 6,432,189 combinations possible. Overwhelmed by build your own? I know that I sometimes am. Well, you can also choose from their counter creations menu already picked for you. The first couple of times we ate there, that's exactly what I did. Then I decided to get adventurous. For bases, they offer sushi rice, brown rice, noodles, or greens. Sushi rice seems to be the norm, but I'm not a big rice person, so I finally tried the noodles, and to say I fell in love is an understatement. They are actually sweet potato noodles, I found out later, and I have no idea how they make them seem like rice noodles. I added fresh tuna and salmon, my choice of toppings and a sauce, which I didn't even need because the bowl was so good without it. I told Kevin I could eat this every day and I would probably lose weight and love it at the same time. If you haven't checked out Pacific Counter, I would highly recommend it. They are open for lunch and dinner, have a variety of unique alcoholic and non-alcoholic drink options, and they have the beloved Dole Whip. Find your fresh at Pacific Counter. Pacific Counter is located at 660 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete. They are open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and 11 a.m. to midnight on Friday and Saturday. How many times have you heard a restaurant say that they have healthy food that actually tastes great? I've heard it a lot, but unfortunately, it's usually one or the other and not both until the brass bowl came around. Right. Their food actually is healthy and tastes so darn delicious. So good. They use organic ingredients and responsibly sourced seafood. Brass Bowl offers gluten-free, vegan, and carnivorous options. There truly is something for everyone. You will find imaginative flatbreads, bowls, and tasty delicious small plates with options like fresh roasted seasonal veggies, 24-hour sous vide hanger steak, house-smoked salmon, and free-range chicken breast. And up front, they have a cold-pressed juice station and separate menu with juice bowls and elixir shots. It's like two open kitchens in one. Brass Bowl Kitchen and Juicery is really on the cutting edge of the fast, casual culture that is enjoying so much fame these days. Go get bowled over by Brass Bowl. Brass Bowl Kitchen and Juicery is located at 656 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete. And you can check them out on the web at BrassBowlKitchen.com. We are back! We are back! We are back on the St. Petersburg Foodies podcast with Bora, the owner and chef of the new Mio's Grill and Cafe. And I said earlier, it's where Meze 119 used to be, which was a uh, vegetarian vegan place. And you do have many vegetarian vegan options. And some of the yes. same people that used to go to Meze 119, you yes. were telling us, come yep. in they, they, to Mio. They come to Mio's. Mm-hmm. And we loved the food that we had there. What was your inspiration or what 
gave you the idea to do this? Well, I will be honest about this. So uh, before we opened, I was preparing the menu and I am new to San Pete. Actually, I'm new to Florida. So I didn't know what would work. And, you know, I, I had like so many different food from different cuisines. I, I had like burgers, filled cheesesteaks and euros and, you know, some Turkish, some Greek. But I knew I had to find the identity of the place too. Right. And I said, okay, let's give it a try and just see what our guests, they want from us. And mm-hmm. then, then I figured there are a lot of people, they are very interested about Turkish mm-hmm. and Greek and try something different. Mm-hmm. At the same time, just, you know, have something like healthy. Mm-hmm. Just they're in, interested to, yeah, like into like healthy dishes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so if I just call my mom and ask about her some secret recipes... <laughs> And she will share with me. She will help me. And, and you know, then the, those, like, the Turkish and Greek food that people cook at their homes, like, daily. Right. And they are fresh. They don't call it vegan or vegetarian. It's just regular right. daily food right, 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 that right. they have. And then, yeah, I, I was like, let's bring some of those. And I started, you know, I, I made, like, a red lentil soup, like, authentic Turkish we, style. We love that soup, by mm-hmm. the way. Yeah, thank you. Um, it's, it's pureed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and what were the uh, spices in there? Well, s- spices we we have uh, oregano, mm-hmm. uh, mint. Uh, probably you taste a lot of mint in mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, like salt, black pepper. Uh, but it's it's red lentils. It's yeah. made of red lentils. Mint is mint is a very interesting herb to have put in there, huh? But yeah, it's it's <laughs> definitely different than I guess what I consider your typical lentil soup. But we really liked it, right? And like you were saying before, just in general with the place. It's nice to have some new, different stuff that's fresh and healthy. Yeah, So, so when you started off with this larger menu and you started noticing that the people were ordering the stuff they were, they yeah, were interested in, the Turkish culture. Yes, and yeah. uh, we, we, we had, like, we started having a lot of questions about, hey, what, do you have this, do you have that, do mm-hmm. you have, like, more, like, Turkish food, do you have authentic, and we, we, after we see uh, happy faces, mm-hmm. um, especially that red lentil soup was, you know, one of the, it's one of the stories, uh, because we, we didn't start with red lentil soup, we started with tomato soup as our huh. special. Right. And I know this, uh, whoever ordered, they, they like it, but we, we were not receiving as much as orders as we were expected. You can get that anywhere. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. And, and, and then <laughs> it, it was a good decision and it was um, a starter for us mm-hmm. uh, to, to, you know, start finding our identity right. as, as a Turkish and Greek restaurant. And we put those two cuisines together, together right. mm-hmm. because they are very similar. The, they are. Well, Mediterranean, basically, but they are very similar. Yeah, and and then I noticed that do you still have some American stuff too? Like you had a burger, have a burger. Yeah, we have to have burgers, yeah. right? Do you so. do that just at lunch though? Because I noticed that on the regular menu, it's mainly just your Turkish and Greek, and yes. the, we weren't given a menu with any burgers or anything on it. But then I saw a signboard out front when we yes. went. Yes, yeah. we uh, we have lunch specials uh, <laughs> weekdays eleven to three eleven a.m. to three p.m. Mostly sandwiches and salads. Uh, there, you know, you can combine with fries and drinks. So to, to make it easy and fast enough uh, mm-hmm. for, for the people who works in yeah. downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's convenient, too, if you're, like, going out with a group of people from work, right. say, for lunch. And some people are just, like, they only want to eat American food. Right. So right. They're, they're covered. Yeah, right. definitely. <laughs> and and we, are, we are trying to have something 
for everybody. Right. So if you are a vegetarian, vegan, if you like just Philly cheese steaks or burgers or mm -hmm. Turkish or Greek food, and we, we have something for you. Right. So yeah, right. we have we have to go back several times because there's there's so much more, on the menu we want to try. Mediterranean yeah. stuff I want to try, but then I want to try the American stuff too, mm -hmm. the cheese steak and the burger. Mm -hmm. And I have to mention the Caesar salad. I love it. I'm a huge Caesar salad fan. And I do like traditional Caesar salads, but I love the twist that you did. It's instead of a Caesar dressing, there's olive oil, yes. lemon juice, and Dijon mustard. And man, it's good. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> but I was too full to eat it, so I let him have it. <laughs> I was too busy eating the Haydari, is that how you say it? Haydari. Yes. Oh my God. It's a Turkish version of tzatziki. So incredible. It was <laughs> delicious. Like the flavors, it's rich and it's, oh, I love it. Yeah, it's, it's described as uh, pressed yogurt mixed with crushed feta cheese, garlic, olive oil, and fresh dill served with pita bread. Right, so the pressed yogurt makes it a little more dense because tzatziki is more light. But yep. it's, it's more dense and it, it's just delicious. I don't even know what more to say. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite thing that day. I loved it. I don't know if it's right, Turkish coffee. Uh, oh, we have to try that. That's that company. They are they've been making coffee since 1871. Nice. Wow. It's hundred almost 150 years. Which company? Is uh, is a long name. Is Mehmet Efendi? Is it Turkish? Uh, I'll just let you say that. <laughs> <laughs> so you had the tur Turkish coffee there. We had then. the Turkish coffee. We have Turkish and Greek wines mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we, we are trying to keep the place as authentic. Yes, as we, we, we have to try some Turkish coffee and wine. Right. Not at the same time, though. Well, we might have to. <laughs> we might. Yeah, maybe we will. Why not? <laughs> and you are open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Yes. And then close on Sunday, but then occasionally if, there, if there's an event or something, you might stay open a little bit later. Yes, right. yes. And um, as I said, since we are new here, we don't know how it is going to be within the next like, few months. Mm -hmm. uh, we might consider opening on Sundays as well, but right, right now we are closed. Right, yeah. So the one thing that we didn't try that I'm kind of holding up a menu over there so I can see it, but were the Greek potato balls, and I'm really excited to try those. Tell me about those. Well, um, th th that has uh, beef and pork fillings, mm -hmm. uh, and I have a secret special sauce uh, that I use to season it and, you know, just sauce it outside. So Nice. And so the potato is the, it's, 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 is the ball itself. It's the potato and, and, ball, And it's yes. stuffed with the meat. Yeah, it is stuffed with, yep. Yum. Yeah, that sounds delicious. <laughs> So there's also, I mentioned the Caesar salad. There's a Greek salad, of course. And gotta, we had the calamari, which was so oh, good and fresh. The calamari was excellent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could tell how fresh it was. It was great. Right. It even says on the menu that ask if we have it because we only have it if it's fresh. Yes. Uh, otherwise. Well, the, the idea, I, I don't really want to sell, you know, just bring anything that, you know, I wouldn't enjoy. Right. So that's that's key point. Yeah. And of course, we have the hummus. Greek grape leaves. I loved those since I was a kid. Dolmades, right? Is that what they're called? Dol dol well, you, you can call call it dolmades, but mm. uh, originally dolmades is something served hot, and it has uh. meat in it. It's oh, ground, okay. ground beef in it. Okay, so the grape leaves here are not hot. They're cold. It's, it's called okay. appetizer. Right. Yep. Got right. it. There's beef gyro salad, chicken gyro salad, garlic pita bread. That sounds good. 
And we have uh, falafels that are 100% gluten-free and vegan. Wow. Usually the, the falafels in most places is it, it, not gluten-free, but ours is. Okay. So oh, what do, cool. what do, what's in a falafel that has gluten and what do you substitute in it that makes it gluten-free? Just interested. Well, if, if I, I uh, made it, here in house, uh, it has to be. It can't be gluten free because I had to put flour. Mm-hmm. But we buy it from a company who is specialized to do uh, gluten free falafels. Okay. So that's why it's like we. That's the reason we buy it from them, especially. Now you having tried both, how much can can you tell a difference? How much of a difference can you tell? Um, well, it 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 might be hard uh, to tell a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it it, it is. If, if you have like allergy, mm-hmm. then you definitely well, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. you'll get the results. No, I was just wondering taste-wise. But the taste-wise, uh, the feedback is from like most of our guests. They say this is the, f- the best falafel I ever, ever had. Wow. That's what they say all the time. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I bet they say that about a lot of stuff there. <laughs> also, I want to hear about the uh, Greek burger with Greek fries. Well, uh, basically, it is very similar to cheeseburger. It, it comes with cheese on the top. But the seasonings that I use is mostly Mediterranean seasonings. Nice. And it's a beef patty there, not not lamb. Beef patty, Mm -hmm. yes. And uh, it's it's had to come with Greek fries instead of regular French fries. Which are? What makes (laughs) them Greek? Again, it's seasoned fries Uh uh, with uh, Parmesan cheese on the top. Parmesan. Nice. Very nice. It's Mio's Grill and Cafe, serving a mixture of both Greek and Turkish cuisines and some American stuff on there too, with... Vegetarian and vegan options, wine and beer. And, and gluten-free, too. Gluten-free, too. And tur- <laughs> Turkish wines and Turkish coffee. It's where Meze 119 used to be, right around the corner from Starbucks. Open Monday through Saturday, 11 to 9 currently. Uh, the website is miosgrill.com. It's M-I-O-S-G-R-I-L-L.com, Mio's Grill. Address? The address is 119. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Uh, 2nd <laughs> Street North, right? Yes. 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 There we go. Off the top of my head. Downtown St. Pete. Bora, thank you so thank much. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. It's very nice. We here. will see you thank soon you. in the restaurant. Yes. Thank you. We will be right back. This is Julie Black and Dave Eichenberger on guitar. You're listening to St. Pete Foodies Podcast, maybe in your house or your car. Welcome back to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. Our music segment, which showcases local artists, is brought to you by One Step Media and Kate Reuter. One Step Media provides management, marketing, and booking services to independent artists, and Kate herself is also a singer-songwriter. Our musical guest today, Alona Kay, is an award-winning singer and songwriter from Moscow, Russia. She sings classical, traditional, and original songs in different European languages. Welcome to the show, Ilona. Thank you. Yes, Thank welcome. you very much, Kevin. It's Thank you, Lori. I- Ilona Kay. And a very long Russian last name, which no one can pronounce in the <laughs> United States. <laughs> but I'm sure you can, so why don't you do yeah. it for us? Krasavtseva. <laughs> Wow, easy. Hey. Yeah. L- Lori's good <laughs> at this. That was easy. That was, that was <laughs> really? brilliant. Really? I did it right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. you, d- you did it right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm going to ask you the Fast Five Foodies questions, and there's no right or wrong answer, so you'll do it right. All right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> What's your favorite food? 
I love Oyster Rockefeller paired with Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand. That is awesome. This is episode 68, and it's the first time we had somebody with a pairing. That's awesome. (laughs) And I love Sauvignon Blanc. And I love oysters. Oh, Oh, yeah, Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand. Zealand. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. Yes. Mm -hmm. And what's your least favorite food? Least favorite food? Well, I really don't like some of the hamburgers. Like the big messy ones? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> oh, right. The ones that are like yeah, I don't like impossible them to eat. Because you can't eat them. And I just, yeah. Uh, yeah. My son loves the hamburgers, mm-hmm. but and he cooks them well. Mm-hmm. But when he cooks them too often, I start, you know, hating them. Too, too much American food. <laughs> so you're just not a big hamburger fan in general. No. <laughs> so what's your favorite restaurant in St. Pete? Hmm. I love... Cassis. Mm-hmm. I love the, the little place called Try Wine. They have absolutely amazing mm-hmm. cheese plate. Absolutely amazing. We haven't amazing. had the cheese plate there. We haven't been there in that's, a while. That's try. a good tip. Yeah. Try. And also, uh, they have very good soft cheeses. Mm-hmm. I love Italian places. Mm-hmm. The one in, in Gulfport, Pianilla. Oh my gosh. We're going there next yeah, week. Yeah, we're going there. <laughs> oh. We were just in Gulfport today for lunch, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the perfect one. I love a lot of places. Uh, Hayat uh, has a brilliant buffet mm. uh, brunch. Mm-hmm. I love the brunches mm-hmm. um, at the hotels right? for Sunday. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> my favorite. You, you mentioned Cassis. We like to go there for breakfast, and their breakfast sausage is probably the best in all of St. Pete. Really? I have to try. I've been there last week on Tuesday when they have their happy hours mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. all their happy hours they specials. Have, they have great I happy hours. I love yeah. them. Mm-hmm. I love them very much. Totally. But I cook myself, you know? Wait, like, wait. I, that's that's okay, coming that's up. That's question. coming up. <laughs> all right, you're jumping ahead. All right, all the right. Ne- next question is salt or pepper? I would say salt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good girl. <laughs> she got it right. Yep. You're a cook. Um, and then the last question, can you cook? Oh, we uh, already know yes. you can. Yes. So yes. what do you I like to cook? I love to cook. My best thing is French bouillabaisse Ooh. made with um, everything coming from the local fish market. Mm-hmm. Nice. Everything. Everything. <laughs> where, Two where do you sorts go? of uh I go to to the one on Seminole Boulevard. Mm-hmm. I live in Seminole. Mm-hmm. So the one Jack's and whatever Jack's whatever. That's Jack's uh I can't remember the name. I'm Russian. Okay. Guys, it's <laughs> taking me so long to remember American names. You can't pronounce my name, but I you know, I'm taking I'm taking some effort. To remember. <laughs> I can't pronounce your yeah. name. You're, you're doing yes. a better job. <laughs> yes, you're doing a great job. So those guys, they sell two, two, always few sorts of, of fish. You take two sorts of fish for this bouillabaisse. Mm-hmm. You take mussels, you take clams, you take um, shrimps, mm-hmm. and you start with the um, broth made of shrimp cover. Mm. Right. You know the shell, the shell. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. And then, and you add some uh, orange juice. And mm-hmm. It's so good. Mm. It's so good. Sounds amazing. Wine, everything. So it's. Really and what wine would you pair with that? 
Or do you just um, ordinary Chablis, mm -hmm. Californian mm -hmm. Chablis, nice. white, mm -hmm. and then four sorts of um, cheese uh, of of onions. Mm -hmm. Oh, different. Wow. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Now I'm hungry. I know. <laughs> well, I got hungry when she said oysters Rockefeller with Sauvignon Blanc. I'm like, I'm having that for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be so good. And when you first got here, you said that you are totally a foodie. You travel for food. And I do. I've so been to Italy this past summer. Uh -huh. and nice. It was a paradise. It yeah. is a paradise. Yeah. It's yes. awesome. Any other favorite countries for food? France. Mm -hmm. I love Russian food, by the way. Where I in Russia it. are you from? I came from Moscow. Okay. But I used to live in different places in Vladivostok, which is far east. Mm -hmm. I used to live in Ukraine, in Kiev, which mm -hmm. is oh, wow. cool. famous for their food. Yes. Mm -hmm. I used to live in uh, Volgograd. I, I was born in Volgograd, which is on the Volga River. It's a mm -hmm. huge Russian river. It's mm -hmm. the, say, the size of uh, Tampa bay mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's really really huge wow yes so we have to arrange a vacation together to russia not in not in the winter we just eat <laughs> right uh, eat and sing so your performance is your album is russian souvenir and are you singing in russian i'm singing in seven languages and wow. we are wow. actually yes. I'm not. I don't speak those languages. I speak only <laughs> English, some Spanish, Russian, Ukrainian, and some Italian. That's Just all. Not that's that. all. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. not not yeah. too much. <laughs> but but I, I sing grazie, <laughs> si. But I sing in seven languages. So we are now working on the show, which is going to be called Music Around the World, and we will uh, do both singing, dancing. And the food. Mm -hmm. We will feature the uh, most uh, recognizable, the, the most, f the famous, uh, most mm -hmm. famous food from mm -hmm. different nations. Mm -hmm. We're working on 15 nations. Is, is, is it a secret nations. or can you tell us some? <laughs> uh, we are going to um, show this, um, present this show at a venue, cabaret type venue. Cool. Mm -hmm to uh, have waiters present the food oh, that's along awesome. with the music mm -hmm. and dancing na numbers of those nations. All right, reserve two front row seats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a big work. So we are uh, doing this um, towards the fall of next year. Nice. Cool. But our first part of this show is going to be presented in uh, studio at 620 mm -hmm. very soon mm -hmm. January 17th is our ah, awesome. music and dancing mm -hmm. music around the world and we do we buy tickets for that yes I think the tickets are on sale for uh, studio at 620 okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Great. already on sale oh, so. so go there you mean you guys go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can you can actually. Well, it's a five can, minute walk from here. It's a five minute walk <laughs> yeah. from here, exactly. But you can you can get them online, right? Oh, okay, mm -hmm. online at mm -hmm. studio too. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. if they were open at six a.m., I can get them when I walk by. <laughs> I walk past it on my walk every day. We have a very interesting uh, combination of uh, musicians and uh, dancers. So, do you have a dedicated band? 
Yes, mm-hmm. uh, I have um, an accordionist. I know. She He's, is she, absolutely yeah. amazing. Is she, she the one who played on the song that we're going to play in a, in a bit? Oh, uh, actually, uh, the one uh, you're going to play has uh, a different band. Okay. They, are com- they are coming from Russia. Mm. But those guys are uh, are as great as the ones mm-hmm. on the uh, track. Mm-hmm. So she is a Florida orchestra soloist. Oh, she wow. Is, nice. Yes, wow. Her, yeah. And she works with her husband. Her husband, uh, Robert Begman, is a pop musician, Tampa mm-hmm. Bay, uh, oh. famous pop musician. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's been there for, for many years. And he is famous for uh, doing Beatles covers. Oh, cool. Uh, so we're going to do the Beatles for sure. We're going to do for uh, for the Great Britain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to do uh, a lot of music for um, Europe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Italian, great. French, even German, mm-hmm. Spanish. Uh, we'll we'll do Russian, of course. We'll do American. We'll do a few numbers of mm-hmm. American music, <laughs> and uh, we're having dancers, mm-hmm. fantastic dancers, nice. classical ballet classical Russian ballet. Sounds beautiful. And the step dancer for American uh, music. So Mm -hmm. it's going to be a very interesting show. Yeah, Mm -hmm. sounds like it. So let's let's actually, let's talk more about the music. It's very, it's classy, classical. Well, it's uh, it's called classical crossover. It's when uh, when you don't do classical music as it's supposed to be done. You know? Right. <laughs> so crossover, right. right. <laughs> so you, you are hiding by the word crossover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. The similar musicians are... Um, yeah, I, so classical crossover. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Right, this is called... This genre is called classical crossover. Uh, similar related uh, musicians would be uh, among the stars, uh, Sarah Brightman, mm-hmm. Or there is a choir called Celtic Woman mm-hmm. in Ireland. So that's probably the closest uh, what, right. what I prefer. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Right. So the song that we're going to feature, and again, the album's Russian Souvenir, and the song title is Kalinka Malinka. What, right. What does that mean? Kalinka Malinka is a, actually, it's a food. <laughs> oh, no way. That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. That's a berry. Uh, Kalina is a, uh, is a little red berry mm-hmm. that is, uh, you can find it in a Russian forest mm-hmm. and also in a Russian garden. Mm-hmm. So I just got lucky on that one. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But this, this uh, particular song uh, was actually featured uh, on another album as well. It's. Uh, this is a Russian traditional song. Okay. It has its author, but it's considered a folk song for mm-hmm. created by the Russian folk, and it's mm-hmm. very famous. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we had another version. The, the one you're going to play comes from uh, another album, which uh, I recorded at the Palladium Theater mm-hmm. with oh, is this a live Russian. One? It was a live one. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is a live performance. This is not recorded in the studio. It's a live performance. Okay, so I haven't heard it. Yet. I, I heard the studio version. But so I'll be hearing one, it for the first time. This now. one is better than the studio is, version. Does, <laughs> does, does it start the same? Yes, okay. almost the same. Because yes. I, I liked it. it. It has a fun beginning with the accordion. It almost sounds circus-like. And it's I, and going I, to. F- yeah. It's going to start with a balalaika. Absolutely amazing. You know yeah. what's balalaika? Mm-mm. It's a three-string Russian traditional instrument. Okay. 
it's an old thing out of tune but <laughs> no 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 it's uh, in a master's hand it's it sounds very very interesting nice yeah. and, and the song it's kind of it's kind of bouncy folksy yeah it is i, I, I like, I like <laughs> yes. that about it yeah. yes mm-hmm. okay it's a berry but what's the song actually about it's like sing. It's like your favorite berry in the world, or it's, it's, ba- it's very good. It's Kalinka Malinka, yeah. Um, this song is a Russian festive song. Mm-hmm. It was created for a uh, production for a show for a theater, mm-hmm. and the guy is talking about. Actually, this is guy's song. This is not a girl's song. Mm-hmm. The guy is talking um, about how he loves the beauty, the girl, and uh, <laughs> he's asking her, "Please love me the same way. <laughs> otherwise, uh, otherwise, please put me to sleep." <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Whatever. no. laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but it's a very fun song. This uh, is a yeah. This is a fun song. Yeah. So <laughs> is the berry poisonous? Oh no no. Oh okay. No, no, I thought. No, no. He's put me to the sleep very, with the, no, the berry. <laughs> not like not like put me to sleep <laughs> to sleep like <laughs> kill me. No 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 not that meaning. It's uh, it's another meaning. <laughs> and your website is elonatunes.com. So it's your first name and tunes. E L O N A T U N E S dot com. Elona Tunes. That's right. The album is Russian Souvenir. And Elona, thank you thank so you much. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for your invitation. Thank you. It was a great fun to talk fun. to you. And here we are with the song Kalinka Malinka from the album Russian Souvenir.
New items on stpetersburgfoodies.com include a top 10 best fish tacos, and that includes St. Pete and St. Pete Beach. We have a review of Craft Cafe and a review of Copa, which is a brand new place near the roundabout on Central Avenue. And of course, we have the new recipe for skillet Hasselback potatoes. Next week on the podcast, we have Seal Moreno from Preferred Brands, and we'll be getting a little buzzed on Four Roses bourbon. If you'd like to email us, you can just send it to info at stpetersburgfoodies.com. That's it for this episode of the St. Petersburg Foodies podcast. Thank you for listening. Thanks to our guests. Bora Kaliskan and Alona Kay. And thanks to our sponsors. Brass Bowl Kitchen and Juicery. Pacific Counter. Booyah Ramen. Rollin' Oats. And, and Engine, Engine Number nine. 9. Our announcer is Candice Aviles from Meet the Chef and Channel 10 News. And our theme music is provided by the Chris Walker Band. We'd like to remind you to check out all the latest restaurant reviews, foodies news, top 10 lists, and updated happy hours on stpetersburgfoodies.com. Please give us a rating and review on whichever app you're using to listen to the show. And remember to share the show with your foodie friends. Until Until next next time, time, may your food be hot and your bubbly cold. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it.